Howdy everybody out there, this is Big Beefin'. This is JP and I am one third of that Big Beefin' show. This is Aaron Rollins. What you doing boy? We have a ride, bring us in Shane. Now you may be asking, what is Big Beefin'? Well, the answer is quite simple. Big Beefin' is... Where all of your wildest dreams come true. That's a good one, that's a good one. <laughs> you stop listening halfway through. I knew you were podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's his goddamn yard, and he put the property tax on a damn thing. And he said, wait a minute, Rollins, you got to be smarter than fucking average bear. And I looked at him, I said, that goes both ways, buddy. And he kept talking, I just left. <laughs> average bear, that's a, that's a yogi, yogi bear, right? Isn't that? He's that's funny. a yogi bear reference, but that's not the fucking point, man. But the, so That's bullshit. If, hey, are you okay? Did, didn't you tell that one yesterday? I just told that one yesterday. Like, Aaron, are you okay? That he states that Bigfoot is there in plain sight. You just choose not to see him. <laughs> That's not what I meant, damn it. Fuck, you never mind. Never fucking mind, John. You don't want to fucking walk your fat ass and don't walk. There you go. See? That is. <laughs> no. Uh, no beat the drops. Let's get right to this. Hello, my name is JP. No need for no MC. I've been keeping it real since 1983. <laughs> Shit my pants on the big leaf and Just enjoy the show. Mr. Black. Hello. Hey, boy. Hey, boy. What doing? Beef stewing. Let's just ask you that. Which brewing? What's good? Am I on? Yes. Uh, hold on just a second. Okay. And a little technical issue. him back all right well just for <laughs> uh, off to a, uh, yeah. <laughs> are you there boy yeah man sorry i was trying to uh, i'm back okay well uh good evening everyone this is uh the big beef and show and uh we're here to talk about um well we're featuring a special guest explicit witch um, do you want to keep your name anonymous or can we have your name? My name is Jay, but I do go by explicit, Witch about everywhere. <laughs> nice to meet you. My name's Aaron. I'm Shane's uh, younger brother. Nice to meet you both. She is witchy AF. <laughs> witchy, witchy as fuck explicit as ever. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. You ain't got to worry about that on this channel. Oh, Shane okay. Said every curse word in the, Shane, yeah. Shane said every curse word in the book. Uh, okay, actually, I, Aaron, literally, Aaron said all of them yesterday. Like he's or the other. You night. said all of them. You you did. <laughs> I'll be right at home. <laughs> he repeated me. He, he he followed right up. So, anyways, anyways, here to talk about witchcraft because uh, it's an interesting subject. We don't know. We're missing a couple of our boy. Where where's everybody else? Well, they're gonna be here. Shit, man. Give them give them some time. Damn, we I'm just started. Late, and the one time I'm on time, ain't nobody else fucking here. What do you want me to do? <laughs> <laughs> there, you there we go. Just wondering with hey. Sorry, Aaron. <laughs> I, thought you were, I thought you were doing your thing tonight, Aaron. What thing? Your uh, acting. At what acting thing? What are you talking about? Your acting for New York. Oh. Uh, you mean making my decision on if I'm going to go or not? I'm still thinking about it. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. All right. No, he thought you were auditioning in that boy. 
Oh, I did that already. That's John. You got to pay the fuck attention, man. All I right. already got to go. <laughs> well, All right. Here. So, uh, JP, say hi to the uh, explicit witch. Oh, hello, ma'am. What's up? You're doing good. Take a seat, Shane. Right. You yeah, know, I already did. Got, like three minutes ago. <laughs> take, I'm sorry. My son was my son was acting up, but I couldn't get him to go down. This is JP, been... right? Yes, ma'am. Okay, as soon as you entered the call, I got these vibes from like 20 ghosts of waitresses telling me they want to know where their tip money is. <laughs> Man, no, no, never coming. They're going to be there for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Long time. Never going to come. They're pissed, man. Oh, they want to know. They got the right to be pissed. <laughs> so. All right, so um, tonight we're gonna be we're gonna be diving into explicit witch's lifestyle. Uh, not to push any of her personal boundary buttons, but just kind of asking some um, expository questions. My my question uh, that I've well, hold you up, know, hold up, I gotta ask the first question because she's going off the stuff that I said. I didn't know that. All right. <laughs> so first question. Uh, which term is best to describe what you practice? Witchcraft, Wiccan, metaphysical? What what what's the term? I do not sugarcoat it. Witchcraft is the shit. That's what it is. Um, you know, a lot of witches are introduced into magic by Wicca. I was not. It never resonated with me. Witchcraft is what I dove into around age twelve. I want to say, and it's been that way off and on ever since. So my question is. What led you to that lifestyle? How did you make the decision that that was where you were going to devote your time and how you were going to identify yourself spiritually? Right. So I was just like naturally born a rebel, like nothing made sense to me that was provided in front of me. And I always was searching for the unknown. And I had all these questions that no one could give me answers to. And so I spent a lot of time reading and researching. Um, you know, I was, I grew up in a really strict house. I wasn't allowed out much. So I spent a lot of time on the internet and in books. And I kind of just went from the fantasy genre into the more serious, like instruction manuals on actual magic and how to perform it. And I kind of just got wrapped up into it. And, um, you know, it was too much to understand for me at the time, but I knew that this is it. This is me. This is what defines me. <laughs> Did someone point you that direction or did you just kind of stumble across it? I kind of just stumbled across it. You know, um, it all started, honestly, a lot of people are going to hate on me for this, but it all started with a fucking Harry Potter book. And then I was like, no, that th this has to be real. There has to be some reality to this. And then I went to the metaphysical section of um, a local bookstore and I found the occult section next and just one thing took me from the fantasy genre of make-believe foo-foo shit to the actual real and like almost renaissance era stuff that just kind of like opened some doors like quite literally and my mind was blown and I just couldn't stop. <laughs> like that uh, Nostradamus, like the re peeking into the future and all that business. You mean Negrodamus? No, not the. <laughs> Are you talking about divination? You know, like seeing into the future, like tarot. Yeah. I really, I love tarot. I love looking into the future. I like working with crystals, but tarot and astrology are my my go tos. And um, 
you know, I'm pretty open about those. I do readings for people online and offline in person. Now, you had said just a second ago uh, that Harry Potter was the start. We got me and Aaron got a little story about Harry Potter. Uh, oh man, got to share this one. I'm gonna throw my mom right under the bus, but uh, it it happened at the time. So we're we're from all three of us. We're Abrahamic Abrahamic religions. We're like Christians. We're we're the Christian faith. Um, but you know, there was a period of time where my mom got like super hardcore into. She was drinking the Kool Aid, as they say. She was really into it, and she was dating this guy, and they ended up getting married for a little bit. And he was a youth minister, and like, I mean. It just got, you know, she was really, really into the belief system. And uh, the family would have these uh, gatherings. And one of the one of the figureheads of the family said, you know, well, people talk about, you know, Harry Potter and, and, and magic and they think it's fun. But it's really, you know, just a little bit of magic and fun will get the devil into your heart and it'll corrupt you. And, <laughs> and it just went straight. It went from zero to 60. You're going to go straight to hell. Like, there's no middle grounds. Like, as soon as you read Harry Potter, your ass is getting set on fire and you're going to fucking hell. Anyway. Sounds like my parents. So, my mom, uh, one day, she had bought Aaron this Harry Potter book. And it was uh, it was a big old thick. You know, at that time, because we'd, we'd read some books, but, you know, I was thinking, oh, okay. Aaron's doing some real reading. Like, he's got this Harry Potter and he's into it. And, you know, he knocked the book out within, like, a couple of weeks. And uh, one day after school. Okay, well, a month. Whatever the fuck it was. Well, one day after school, uh, I go there and I, I look around the corner. My mom's standing out behind the house and she's got that book laying in the ground and she's got a fucking uh, torch lighter or a little <laughs> like you would light a charcoal grill. And she's like setting the book on fire. <laughs> oh, my God. That's great. Yeah, that, was a, that was a birthday present for me. Yeah, I found I it the next morning. That for birthday, setting it on yeah. fire. <laughs> Oh, let it burn! I was like, "What happened to the? What happened to this?" And then I, I went to Shane and said, "Mom said it's evil, boy, evil." <laughs> <laughs> That's evil great. Boy. That's great. How much wanna, time? Like, I already read the dang thing. How How much time do you spend uh, a day like concentrating on that? Like, do you spend like a certain? Is it like an all time, every time thing, or is it like? A certain time of day that you're doing reading, meditating, and stuff like that. Right. So I wake up naturally, like, re- regardless of alarms, around 4.30 a.m. every morning. And I get up in um, – I have a daughter, right? And she gets up around 8. So I spend a good, like, three and a half hours, like, getting into my craft. I um, I meditate first. I cleanse. Um, and then I dive right into some tarot to direct me on what I should do next um I you know and then and then I kind of study what's going on with the moon and astrology look at my chart I spend a lot of time doing introspective work like focusing on me and then late at night is when I focus on my clients and customers and I do my paid readings and I post to my Instagram throughout the day but um most of the content is generated early, early in the morning and very late at night. I'm an insomniac. I don't sleep much. I sleep about three hours and, you know, I'm pretty hardwired throughout the day. So, yeah. We, uh, I know we're just, I know we're just bombarding you with questions, but I guess you're fine. we don't know how to fucking do interviews, but whatever. Um, <laughs> there was a, we had a flat earther on the show a couple months back. And he started off extremely scientific. This guy from India. I don't know what the hell happened to him. I hope he's still alive. If you're out there, buddy, hit us up. 
anyway, don't know what happened to him, but he, he started being super scientific and then it, it got strange. And he started talking about the Jesuits and um, he started talking about cults and conspiracies. Do you think that there's people in positions of authority or power, like in the government or in society that practice the craft? Do you think there's people that maybe they don't talk about it, but there might be like really powerful cults or something that are pulling the strings behind things that, that get into uh, the type of spirituality, spirit, spirituality stuff that you get into? You know, you know, that's actually been asked to me a few times by, by some family members. But what, what I think is that people in positions of high power, they not necessarily are the ones practicing the witchcraft or whatever you want to call it, but they, they do consult witches regularly. There's, there's a good number of people that are in high up positions that do seek counsel from someone who would call themselves a witch or a bruja, maybe even. And um, because people in those positions of power have a lot of enemies and and they seek protection on levels other than just physical. Um, They seek emotional and mental and spiritual protection because there's more to war than just the the aspect that we see in reality there's there's a lot of stuff that goes on beneath and inside of us and anyways you know um it's kind of a double-edged sword because that there's a lot of witches that are against people that are in positions of high power especially right now you know i'm not going to get too political and everything but i have some very there's there's a lot of very solid universal beliefs in the witch community um, right now, such as Hex the Patriarchy. And so things like that make a double-edged sword because we've got witch versus witch without one witch knowing another witch is involved, if that makes any sense at all. Have, have you, uh, sorry, Sam. Have you ever met, like, any posers, like, people who, like, pretend like they're into it, but really they're just dressing up or just doing it for, like, the Instagram photo or something like that? Right. Yes. Okay. So there, there's, there's a thing called the pop culture witch, and she's the one posing on Instagram and and posting emoji spells and all that. But, but see, I like to validate all forms of witchcraft because at one time I was a total poser witch. I thought Harry Potter was the extent of witchcraft, and and now I've grown to barely share that with anyone because there's this there's phases that we go through and there's growth periods and someone might start out as just like this girl hungry for likes on her photos and finds a popular hashtag which happens to be with witchcraft and she can she can get a following based on her aesthetic and and what she does right or he even um but reason for whatever reason i got cut out there yeah we sometimes we have technical glitches it, it happens but well okay. yeah, that isn't perfect all i was saying is yeah there's a period of growth and i i believe that if witchcraft is truly an interest they will dive further into it and they will look back on the days and be like what the hell was i thinking we all have moments like that where we thought, you know, Santa Claus was real or the Easter Bunny was real or, 
you know, there are some fantastical tales about Jesus that we thought were real, but they, they, they were just uh, legend. Um, according no. to Christian, there's, there's some things about Jesus that you have to believe to be a Christian, but you know, just like by drawing a parallel here between your faith and mine, that we right. all go through periods of spiritual growth. Did I, did so, I was, um, that, was, that the, was that the only one that lost audio, Shane? Yeah, I, no, we all dropped out. All okay, I, I know what I, all right, make sure. Um, okay, so explicit witch, do you think there's evil magic? Is there like malevolent, like dark forces at play? Uh, oh, yeah, there, there is evil magic. Now, now, this isn't something I mess with, so I don't speak too much on it, but I, I have gone through my period of hexing my exes and putting people in jars and all that nasty shit. Like, it's a typical angsty witch phase that you go through where you start binding people and putting motherfuckers in jars and and containing their souls, right? But, well, it came back to me in ways that I'm not even sure how to explain. Like, there was um, payback through karma, but also, like, this mental confusion that came over me and, like, physical side effects, right? Like, I physically look like I was aging. And I shit you not, like, that's real shit. And so I quickly, like, took... A step back from that and was like no I don't think my gods necessarily approve of what I'm doing but but when properly done and with certain deities one one doesn't experience those side effects and there's a lot of people that work with evil forces with ill intention and and they slide right by okay but um that's not for me and and I don't preach love and night love and light necessarily I do a lot of shadow work of course but um I stay away from the the perceived evils and, and like with any faith system, there is some darkness and it does come out to play. So, yeah. Would you say that there are uh, aspects of Wiccan or Wicca that are self-serving? Well, I'm not Wicca, but I am w- with Wicca, yes, but with no, witchcraft. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Witchcraft. I'm sorry. Yeah, wrong question. Like, witchcraft. witchcraft. In general, yeah. there A lot of it can be self-serving. You know, for me... For me personally, it's very self-serving. Like, I needed freedom. I needed to be my own fucking boss. I needed to be my own goddess in a, in a sense. And um, witchcraft gave me that. It gave me the power and the position of being in charge of who I am and what I do in my life and in control of my own fate. And so in, in that sense, that is a little self-serving, but also, I mean, a lot of the spell work that's done is very self-serving. Like um, the clients that I used to do spell work and for clients, and I no longer do because the request got a little outlandish and I, and I got uncomfortable, but a lot of people, they want love spells and, and I will be ah. the first. I have messed with that and I will be the first to tell you do not mess with that shit like you are just asking for madness and and, and so when people that aren't really familiar with what's going to happen from this type of magic and they they ask for it and then they get it and they're like why did you do this to me and it's like well cuz you paid me. <laughs> well, you said that you said that on your podcast that you'd like put one of those love spells on the guy you were seeing. And yeah and it got like, crazy. Like the dude went crazy. He got obsessed. It, it got out of control. Um, you know, I couldn't get him to leave me alone. And the things he was saying um, was beyond normal. And, you know, maybe maybe he had some mental issues there, too, that were underlying that I didn't see at first. But 
the, it definitely spun out of control really freaking fast, and I had to um, break the spell. And, and when I did that, it was very freeing, and I could actually feel the spell be broken. And um, he has disappeared since then. Well, if I learned anything from Harry Potter, is that don't make a motherfucker fall in love with you, or your baby is going to be Voldemort. <laughs> oh, right, right on, right on. Does, does that well, work both ways? Have you, you've had people ask you, hey, I'll, give me a love spell. Have you ever had one say, hey, I need a curse on this asshole over here. I, I want something bad to happen to him over here. Has that ever happened? Right, right. Um, I have put people in jars before, and that basically means that you, you know, putting someone in a jar can mean multiple things. It can mean protecting them from themselves and from hurting other people, or it can mean just bringing the utmost chaos onto them. And after I did it with a certain individual I was close with and saw the havoc in their life happen, I decided not to do that again. And I, and I mean, like, like the night I did it right, the pipes burst in their home and it flooded and then um someone significant to them left them and it was like it was a shit storm in their life and i was like if i did cause that i want no part in doing that to anyone ever again <laughs> is is breaking the spell easy as casting it or is it harder breaking the it's spell? harder you have to you know it depends on what you believe but for me i believe in a firm reversal which is like you have to find you have to remember yeah. every element you used in use the exact opposite to break it. I like a firm reversal myself. <laughs> um, the way you said that, man, was kind of nasty. What? what? <laughs> I can't help where your mind goes. You can help where your mind goes, and I know where it's going. Where's it going? <laughs> Anyways, you, want me, you want me to say um, it? <laughs> you say what you want to say. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so there's this guy that um, that I've listened to a couple times. He's a fucking lunatic. Uh, you may have heard of him. His name's Alex Jones. And you, you only listen to this guy for entertainment value because he's nuts. And he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's a jerk. But he has this theory that, and he says he's experienced this firsthand, that there's this other plane of reality. There's another dimension that people in positions of power and people throughout all time have crossed over into this dimension. The only reason why I pay any credence is because I had an anthropology professor in college that also said that he had seen what people witness. He had witnessed shamans cross over into this reality. And in this other dimension, there's beings there of power, but it's like energy based and there's good ones, but the good ones don't like interfering in human affairs because they want humans to get to the next level on their own. But then there's bad ones that want to manipulate humans because they don't want humans getting any extra power. And so the government, supposedly, according to Alex Jones, is sending soldiers into this VR setup to where they're mapping out this dimension to try to figure out where these beings are at. Do you think any of that sounds plausible or is that full, a bunch of bullshit or what, what do you think? Now, I don't think that the government necessarily would have any idea on what the fuck they're doing, whether they have counsel from witches or not, um, because other entities aren't fond of other people of power claiming power over them, right? They want to be what's in charge. So I have a slight Christian background, and if you look at it in the sense of spiritual warfare, there... It, it, 
if in deep inside Christianity, there's believed that spiritual warfare is going on around us at all times, right? And demons and angels are at war over our souls and over our fate. And so if you look into on that aspect, it's very, it's, it's possible. Yes. And there's been instances where I have felt um, other things trying to direct me on what I do, but I think that you can call it spiritual warfare. You can call it demons and angels. You can call it entities or energies, but it's just the natural evil and good and the balance between that's, that's what I believe. Cool. Cool. Where do you think the uh, power source comes from? Is it from within people or is it part is this, this big thing like the force in Star Wars or is it like a, is it a, a specific beings, a power that share their power? What, what, where do you think it all stems from? You know, that I, I honestly don't have a solid answer to that. Like that is something that I'm seeking myself right now. Like, Right. Like I have a pantheon of gods and goddesses I pray to and build altars for. But like what makes them up? Like where did they come from? Because I believe that, you know, I believe in science as well as spirituality. And so like, so what is it all? And I just believe that there's this energy that exists in the universe and it has the ability to portray itself in certain ways and in many different forms. And we are all the same energy, just projecting ourselves differently. Does your pantheon have a supreme being? No, I um, have many and I don't put one before the other. Um, you know, Mother Nature herself without a name is like or the divine feminine is something that I value more than most things. Um, Lilith, I pray to regularly. Artemis. I've heard of her. Yes. Lilith. She, yep. She's actually, she has a lot of ties to the Hebrew culture. Lilith is what broke me away from Christianity. When I discovered her story, Um, that's what freed me from that and allowed me to re-embrace my witchcraft. Yeah. She's a, she's a big influence in Hebrew mysticism. Yes. She okay. So the fact that she was the first women woman in the garden, and that she was made from the same material that Adam was made, rather than his rib, um, made her an equal right. And she she didn't have to take the the bite from the fruit. If you believe in that, she didn't have to take the bite from the fruit to have the knowledge that she was worth more than um submitting to man like she she denied laying beneath adam right and so she was cast from the garden and and so i do call myself a daughter of lilith not a daughter of eve well wouldn't that because you don't want to lay before adam is that i'm sorry cursed (laughs) cursed by by what the christian god who i don't worship sure (laughs) well if you if you believe that lilith was who you just said then uh, well, well, then who made Lilith? If 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 God made Adam and Eve, then who made Lilith? But who made God, and how many other gods were alive at the same time? Oh, so you're saying in witchcraft, you you still have Adam and Eve, but you not. Have, uh... That is how I practice my pagan beliefs. I believe, I believe, I'm more of an ominous than anything. I believe there's like a validness to every religion. I believe all gods that we know of are real, 
but I don't worship all of them and I don't I don't respect all of them. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. I I get where you're yeah. coming from. Yeah. Yep. It just it, it, that that seemed to be that's something I wouldn't want to claim if if the story about Lilith comes from the Christian story, but if you pull her story from another faith, then yeah, you wouldn't necessarily be cursed. Right. Yeah. No, the, you know, the Bible doesn't really say where uh, where God came from. Right. God, it does. It says uh, in the beginning, the word was God. The word was with God. And the, uh, it's uh, it says something about it. It always has been if you read the gospel. So what's that mean? It means that he's always been and he always will be. He's the Alpha and the Omega, from, the beginning. And but where? it doesn't say that there aren't others that exist as well. Uh, it, it says in the Old Testament that all those other gods, you just can't worship them. That's, it doesn't say that they don't live or that <laughs> they're there, but uh, stay the fucking away. Yeah, yeah. It, just, it doesn't say that they're not real or that they are real. Um, they do in Psalms, you know, cast down the false gods, all that stuff. But uh, right. in the Old Testament, he talks a lot, or the uh, the writers, Moses and uh, all the other write, authors of the Old Testament, uh, Levi, I think, was one of them. Um, they all talk about how uh, God commanded them not to worship other um, other deities because they were evil and they were self serving and they didn't believe in, or they didn't want good prosperity for their, for their worshipers, but God did. And so that's why he was telling them, don't worship those other gods, only worship me. Yet he like wishes of, women uh, to submit to men. Oh man, don't get me started. <laughs> I would think, uh, I like to think God's like this, he's this alien and he got tired of the shit that he was like, that's boring. I want to, I let's mix it up. Let's have some fun. <laughs> and then bam, we're sitting here talking on this podcast and he's just dancing <laughs> and shit. Um, so anyways uh well we do appreciate you answering the questions did you guys did y'all have any other questions because that that pretty much gets everything that i had yeah i got other questions uh john you got anything you want to go 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 with john jp oh he must have stepped away um yeah okay yeah i've got a (laughs) i've got some i got some questions um so you you had said you had mentioned that you had dabbled in some of the more nefarious and darker uh, portions of witchcraft and uh, being a Christian, um, you know, and, and you, you were a Christian at one point, you've obviously uh, through the great, either yourself or through the testimony of another heard about uh, demonology and possession. Um, I, I have a very vivid experience of where I thought a demon was coming after me and it, it scared the daylights out of me. And, you know, at an early age, uh, that guy, my brother had mentioned that ended up marrying her mom. He had talked about exorcism and laying on hands in prayer and, you know, casting out demons for people. And um, I, I guess that just kind of put a seed in the back of my mind that grew over time because it, it, it turned into a freaking nightmare tree at one point where uh, I, you know, I was experiencing nighttime paralysis. I thought um, I thought that something was literally legitimately legitimately coming to get me in my sleep to harm me. And right. I, I'm, I'm wondering, yeah, what'd you say? I used to have night terrors like that. Oh yeah, cool story. Uh, so, <laughs> you, know, but you, know, you want to know where it came from? A poster. Brittany. It came. It came from being poor and being stressed the fuck out all the time. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, you, and you know, I'd also watched a lot of horror movies as a kid, and those those things do play a, a real influence on your brain and stuff. Uh, right. I had a nightmare about Freddy Krueger at five years old, you know. And so all that to say, all this that crap I'm saying, uh, the point is, is I'm asking you. What sort of um, dark experiences have you had with uh, negative energy, 
with negative entities um, that maybe wanted to harm you or wanted to scare you. Right. Okay. So my most vivid memory was actually really recent. Um, I I have a lot of like encounters, but this was a very um, awakening moment. Um, I I was still messing with some darker things at the time, some very dark things, and it was I just got done like necromancy. With- um no no Um, i'm not i'm not gonna discuss delve into exactly what i was doing but i got through a night of some heavy spell work and um just shit like that right was it the one where you put somebody's name on a paper and you burn it no i'm not gonna get into the details but anyways i tried i tried you you did try i'll give you that and 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 so um i got this like I, I was practicing it somewhere and um, it was in the same place that I was staying at the time. And I left the room and went to the next room and I'm sitting there and like out of nowhere, all the lights go out and then the lights in the room that I was in go on and the door opens the wrong direction. Like, like literally it wasn't like possible. And I was like, what the actual hell? Like I'm hallucinating. Like, I don't know what the fuck. Like I I started freaking out and I was like, something is here and has walked into this room. And it is something that I summoned without knowing what I was doing. I had ill intention, but I didn't have necessarily the intellectual like understanding of what I was grappling with right and so so I feel I called something and it came and it wanted to check me out like it wasn't like I didn't feel I was going to be under attack but I felt like I was being watched and observed and so I went on about my night and the lights went back to normal and then all the Wi-Fi disconnected and um, I spent most of the night just staring at the wall, like freaking out because like, I was like, what did I do? Like I've been warned not to go down this path here. I went down it and now something has came of it and literal doors are physically and metaphorically opening. And so I finally fell asleep and um, three o'clock is the witching hour, but four o'clock is when the veil is the thinnest between the spiritual realm and this. And so I'm sleeping and in my dream, this cat comes to me and it says they're here. And I'm like, who? And they're like, they've come for you. You've done it this time. And I'm like, what the hell? And so in my dream, <laughs> some in my dream Wonderland shit. <laughs> yeah, right. And I'm transported to my back door where this like regal cat, like this giant regal Siamese cat sits. And in her mouth, she holds a dead mouse, which down on my doorstep and then um in reality like outside of my dream um my security alarm to my house starts going off and I wake from this dream and I look at my phone and the wi-fi is back on and it's 3 55 a.m and the security camera is linked to my phone because I'm I'm crazy right and so I hurry up and I check the camera and I see this this limber like linky thing dart from my door and I'm like what the hell and so I run upstairs my back door and a cat had left a dead house on my porch at the same exact time that I dreamed it and so there was definitely some spiritual forces that like came to me in that night 
I want to say a darker entity visited me and observed me, but I want to say like a, a safe spiritual guide came and offered the mouse as protection because that's what they're known for. Right. And so, um, you know, that kind of taught me not to dabble. Like I might be protected, but how well am I protected? Pretty damn cool talking to animals and shit. <laughs> um, did you did you ever look into or try to contact maybe uh, a gin or or something that, of that nature? You know, I've I've contacted um, demons. I will say, and I didn't know what I was doing, and I didn't have the proper setup or like uh, wisdom or guidance. Even well, I kind gins of just, aren't demons, are they? I, I no, I'm talking about what I have contacted. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, demon and like that's what i that's what shied me away from trying to contact anything other than my spirit guides and ancestors. right you were trying to conjure some shit <laughs> yeah I was, I was trying to get real and real quick too right yeah um so shane our, one of our cousins she tried to do a destruction ritual on somebody when she was really young and that freaked her mom the hell out she uh terry freaked terry the hell out uh when she found out that her that her child was trying to do this to somebody, she had like black candles lit. She had, uh, you know, the name on the paper. She was using a knife to cut it, and um, yeah, it got it got kind of dark. And so, what ever was since, the first? Go ahead. go ahead. I was gonna say, ever since then, I've uh, I've read about these uh, philosophies. Uh, I can't say I'm an expert by any means, but um, right. I know that trying to contact and control a gin can be very disastrous. Um, I know the 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 keys of Solomon. He describes all the demons that are in hell that you can contact and control. And he even bound demons into a ring. And that's how he was so wise and powerful because he was able to consult them and all this other stuff. Right. Um, there's, it's, it's very layered. You know, there's, there's a lot of uh, uh, layers to that onion, if you will. What were you going to say? We had a, uh, I was going to say we had a teacher. Y'all remember uh, JP? Y'all remember Miss Flood? Yeah, I, I do. remember. She told us one time that they were doing uh and Malakoff, they were playing football, and they had this thing where uh, they were letting students, like each each group of students, got to do a prayer before the game, and they they wanted to keep it open so like all religions, you know, you know, Jews, Muslims, whatever, come come down and you know say your prayer before the game starts. Well, these kids went down there and drew a damn pentagram and put some candles. <laughs> and like this is like Malakoff's like a super country town. And like, they try to do a satanic like, ritual. <laughs> yeah, people are like just loot. People didn't know what the fuck to do because they said everybody can come. Or, you know, all yeah. religions are welcome. And here's yep. these kids, you know, drawing the damn pentagram and you know pouring the, the salt or shit around it or whatever the hell it was. They were so, doing. I don't know. She, a question for our, our witch. Uh, another one that I've got. Um, you know, pop culture has sensationalized pagan religions and right. you see, you see in like, you know, big time movies and novels, uh, how some pagan religions used, uh, sex in their rituals is witchcraft, uh, you know, call for any of that in some, some of the rituals you practice. Okay. So there's a theme that I've been recently seeing a lot of, and it's, um, the divine feminine versus the dark feminine and the dark feminine is like, um, using sex work and, and sex in general as a way to control and get power and get things you want. And, um, just gain manipulate. This, yeah. And become like, um, someone of status. Right. And so, you know, that does exist, but I, I don't, I stay away from that. I'm more into the divine feminine, which is 
freedom and and beautiful things rather than like you said manipulation and and breaking from the stigma that men have authority over you right right because that's been going on for thousands of years you know i mean she's not wrong about the whole submission to adam thing that's like you go to modern churches today Brittany will even tell you that the natural order of the family is the man is the the leader of the household and the family and he provides and the woman submits to to his counsel and decision making and um, they they try to sugarcoat it and word it differently these days, but that's that's generally the concept. They yeah. could just go in there and say genetics are a bitch, and then like <laughs> drop the mic and walk out. <laughs> Have you ever dealt with anyone that had like a cursed object or had a cursed object or anything like that? Oh, hey, artifacts and objects—that's a good yeah. question. You know, I haven't, and like a lot of people claim they have something cursed, but really they just have this bad energy and vibe tied to it from something that happened to them around it. For instance, um, I had some objects that I thought were cursed, but really they just had bad energy from being around an abusive situation. They had lived with me while I was in an abusive relationship, and I tied memories to it. And so it was more of a trigger for me. And so, no, I haven't dealt with anything that was actually what I would think to be really cursed. Okay. My question um, would be how, how in, intertwined are emotions and energy? Oh my gosh, they're so, they're so intertwined because in like nowadays people get triggered so fucking easily. And, and, and so, um, the more emotional a person is, the more energy is going to pick up around them. And like when I went through a highly emotional phase, I developed a poltergeist in my house and like a poltergeist, like you create yourself. It's because your energy is so, so out of control that it needs an outlet. And so it starts banging around shit in your house. Right. And so like cupboards were slamming, doors were opening Things were falling down. And as soon as I got my emotions under control, that energy disappeared. And so it, they totally go together. Um, all right. One more question. Um, and I'll pass it off to one of you guys. Uh, and you, you feel free to say no to this. Um, <laughs> but what, <laughs> would you mind doing a tarot card reading on me? Yeah, I would. I was going to do the fucking tarot card reading. (laughs) I beat your ass to it, boy. I already asked. So shut the fuck up. Do you have like like, that now? I I can do a tarot for for both of you. Uh, How about that? Um, um, But do you have a specific (laughs) question or like, do you want me to kind of just lay out some cards and like Um, go with the spread? Ask him if he should take his trip to New York or or ask her that, Aaron. Should, Should he go to New York? I, I wasn't going to be that superficial. So, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, what what do your cards say about me taking my trip to New York? Okay, let's see here. Let me get my cards out. Oh, shit. It's starting now. <laughs> yeah, she's doing it now, man. Okay, this yeah. is actually... JP, are you, are you there, John? Are you listening to this? No, I'm, I'm sorry. My son woke up. So I'm, I'm running back and forth, putting him back in bed. I'm like, God dang it. So I'm running back and forth. I'm trying to listen and go back at the same time. Sorry about that. Well, you can always listen to this later, boy, if you need to take some time. Well, yeah. my kid's up, too. My kid keeps waking up, too. So I'm in well, the same boat, but I'm not going down there. Yours isn't, yours isn't running around yet, back and forth, kicking the door open and stuff yet. yet. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Okay, so um, this is actually really interesting. You want me to tell you about your trip to New York, right? Sure, like, go ahead. It's, it's coming up. Yeah, it's, it's coming up in a couple months. Okay. Um, 
So I drew the Ace of Chalices or Ace of Cups, but it's a reversal. And so um, the cup itself is like your subconscious mind. And when it's right side up, it shows uh, water just pouring out of it. And so like your subconscious is just like leaking into the universe around you and like great vibes are flowing and everything. But because it's a reversal, it doesn't necessarily mean the opposite but it means the world and like fleshly things are going to pour into you rather than your, your personality and persona pour out into them. So like you might go thinking you're going to put on this big show, but it's going to put on the show for you. Oh shit. That's a good one. <laughs> okay. What else you got? <laughs> You want to know? You want to know more about that specifically, or uh, whatever you feel comfortable sharing. Okay, let's see here. Um, I I'm gonna. There's something I really like to do is um, is reveal what people are unaware of that's going on in their life and like um, bring it to light for them. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, and so for you, I've got um the three of pentacles and, and that that's a rather interesting card because um it signifies fame <laughs> and great abilities and and heavy amount of talent that has yet to be seen right but um maybe you are aware of that but maybe the world around you is not and so i think that's funny that that comes into play after asking about your trip to new york and maybe those two tie together in some form maybe this is going to come out you know, in the near future. Okay. Don't make his head bigger than it is. Shit. I'm just reading cards, man. <laughs> you asked. <laughs> you know, Shane, um, you you wanted me to do a reading for you as well. Would you like a similar question or do you have a question? No, because I'm not I'm not like about to do anything. Uh, you know, I don't know. Can you maybe something Can I about just yeah, just, just, I guess we'll just shot in the dark. Okay, so just flipping cards here. Um, I've got the the Four of Swords. Okay, so it, in the Four of Swords, it shows a man resting, and he has three swords on his wall and one laying across him as he sleeps. And so that gives me um, the idea that you have, like, this upcoming challenge in your near future. And, like, sure. I believe it's already in the works. But right now, like, it's important for you to get as much rest as possible. But, like, like this man is sleeping with the sword across him. Like, you want to sleep with one eye open right now. Um, you need heavy introspection and a little bit of solitude. And it's not necessarily an enemy, but an adversary or however the fuck you that. And yeah, and, and they're not playing fair right now. Like, whatever is coming at you isn't going to hit even it's not going to play fair it's going to come at you blindside you and so like right now you kind of need to like take an inner look at yourself but at but at the same time i just drew um the knight of pentacles right okay and so like wow hold on have you have you just like lost something or like someone not necessarily a death but like has something like left your life recently because I just get this feeling that something changed and you need to like replace whatever has disappeared. Uh, oh, I don't, I'm trying to think. Okay. So if you have to think about it, then it hasn't happened yet. 
So that's just something to be prepared for. And that's what the four of swords could be signifying as your upcoming. Um, oh, I've already got a, well, I already did, got a suggestion. I did, lose, I, I did lose my keys recently. And like, I, had yeah, I can't help you with that. But. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe somebody at work quits or gets fired and you got to pick up the slack for well, that person being I've gone. Had, it's actually, it's interesting that she's talked about this, because there's some things going on at work that this could fit into that. This would, this form that was my first thought was work my first thought was that yeah, you got something going some on things at work. that work that this could this could potentially <laughs> you're gonna end up firing somebody boy <laughs> no i'm not gonna fire anybody but there are some changes and then the fact that in the four swords he's sleeping but with the sword on him like that shows that it hasn't quite happened yet but it's in the works and like you you need to be as aware as possible right now you know Shit. well that's just great <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's what I fucking get. <laughs> you shouldn't have, shouldn't have asked, boy. You shouldn't have asked. <laughs> that's, fucking, that's just what I fucking need. That is just what I need is more shit to deal with. That's great. Well, <laughs> hey, now you know that it's coming. Yeah, there's not a goddamn thing I can do about it. It's fucking, it's in the cards. The fuck am I supposed to do? Well, look, we say you're good at dealing with You're good at that, though. I'm good at what? Dealing she was saying stress. something, guys. She was trying to say something. Oh, sorry. Oh, I just said sleep with one eye open. That's what the cards God say. Like, <laughs> in the military, throat, we say that man. shit. That means you better be fighting for your fucking life. <laughs> Cutthroat. Cutthroat. <laughs> I, 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 got, I got some good people I can rely on, so I can, I can, I can watch, as they say, watch my six. I don't know and anybody always, that says I always, that. I always, keep, always keep a BS Trump card in my pocket. I got some shit that I can pull out. At a moment's notice, it's a stretch, but I can fucking pull that shit out. Yeah, Shane's good about BSing too. <laughs> and I'll fucking straight face that um, shit all the way to the bank. Okay, um, can can you do one more for me? That's something that it's kind of kind of heavy. I'm hoping that you can talk to me about. Yes, definitely. Let me shuffle these up real fast. Go ahead and ask. Um, so something that I've always, I say always, something that I've carried with me for a long time are some friends of mine that have been killed over in the Middle East. Uh, I deployed to Iraq and Afghanistan, and um, one of my guys, the uh, anniversary of his death was actually the June 10th. Um, so with with grieving, you know, some people get over it in a week. Some people never get over it. Um, and I, I still grieve for him in my own way. You know, I, I post a memorial for him on social media I reach out to guys that knew him. Um, I tried, and I, I'm very humbly saying this. I tried to draw and chalk a, a piece of art in his memory. Um, I, I'm, I'm a god awful artist, but anyway, all that to say, uh, I would like to ask the cards: um, Is me doing this hurting me more than setting me free? Because I'm hanging on to this baggage. And this is crazy. I drew a card as you were um, speaking and it's um, it's the death card, but it's reversed. And so um, that's just interesting to note. But um, again, reversal doesn't necessarily mean opposite. But here with the death card, it does signify transformation. And, and when it's reversed, though, um, you are holding on to what was and you're not fully letting it go. And so... Um, you know, I'm big on keeping people alive, so I don't want to put my personal beliefs into it. I'm just going to tell you what the card is saying, um, that you do you do have to fully mourn the loss 
in whatever way that looks, but you do need to put it to rest and let it and let it let it be. That's a good card, yeah. Like the Beatles said, let it be. Yeah, I, I read uh, I read something from um, someone the other day that also lost a friend. And they said, you know, they realized when that guy died that the because they they were on deployment, and they just had to pick up and carry on without that dude because he got killed. And it's like well, the world doesn't stop turning for anybody. So that's a that's a good confirmation for what I've already been thinking. Right, and, and um, then I drew a, another card just to. Uh, explore this a little bit further and it's um the judgment card and like both of these cards are of the major arcana which is like you know the fancy cards of the deck and this is about a desired transformation like um a big moment for you and so like i feel if you do let go as the card suggests you will come to the peace that you are seeking oh good okay i'll keep that in mind Yes. <laughs> I thank you well, for guys, being. I've really enjoyed being on the show, but at ten, I do have a live tarot reading I have to do. Oh. So I, I am, I am gonna jump off. But like, thank you so, so fucking much for letting me be on here. And I would definitely love to like invite you guys onto my show and ask you some questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that would be that would be definitely. freaking epic. You can count on me. You, you invite me at any time. Yeah. Um. Okay. Throw your uh, throw your social media stuff out there, explicit. Okay, okay, yeah. Find me on Instagram, um, at explicit underscore witch, and you can get tarot readings from me on my Etsy shop, which is catch these cards. Um, catch these cards. Yeah, catch these cards. Let me lay the truth on the table. So, um, hit me up on Instagram, buy a reading from me on Etsy. Um, get at me in the DMs and check out my podcast, Explicit Witch. And um, you know, I think it's located about everywhere, Spotify, all that, all that jazz. Um, again, I, I love being on the show. Um being asked questions I haven't been asked was awesome. And I really enjoyed you guys. So thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for being brave and jumping in with a bunch yes. of strangers. <laughs> yeah, no problem. <laughs> okay, right. I, I'll just Jump off here. Um, have a good rest of your show. All right, thanks. Okay, thanks for everything. Fuck go, all Shane. that noise. Fuck all go. that noise. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't buy into it? You, were, you know she's going to come back and listen to all this. Yeah, I know. You don't care? <laughs> you know, I, 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 I believe that she has very strong beliefs, and she's very convicted in what she's doing. She's not hurting anybody with it. She's helping people. And I think that's all as a human that you can do is, is, and that's what the Bible tells you do more for others than you do for yourself. And well, she said your trip to New York ain't going to amount to nothing. Yep. That's pretty much it. So (laughs) (laughs) you're going to be more dazzled by what's going on in New York than what you, which I didn't, I didn't believe that, man. I've been to Las Vegas and see, (laughs) I'm going to have to kind of get apprehensive here because there's some things going on at work and I don't, she said yeah, don't don't say I, anything. Yeah, don't say anything yeah, that can reveal yeah. something. Yeah, well, I'll keep my mouth shut. Yeah, that'd, that'd be better. <laughs> but yeah, that, I mean, yeah, I, that was interesting, though. It was all interesting, good stuff. I mean, she's but, got an interesting point of view. That's that's for yeah, sure. It is, it is, and I'm not saying she's wrong. I'm just, uh, I'm not, I'm not drinking that Kool Aid for myself at all. Well, <laughs> then, you know, the thing to take away from explicit witches. You know, she started by just kind of by having a curious mind. Yeah. You know, by by thinking and questioning, and that's 
we have that gift for a reason. We all question things. Like An open John mind is like a fortress with its gates unbarred and unguarded. Like I was going to say, John questions why people use fucking cash apps. He's, he's curious. He wants to know. He questions why kids are looking at their damn phones all the time at family events. You know, curious. He's not curious about um, that. He's mad. <laughs> Get off your damn phone. I'm tired of seeing y'all on your phone all the time. Go out and throw a ball and hit somebody in the face with it. <laughs> what, which, which podcast were you yelling and screaming at, John? That, which one I, was, it? was it the cash app one? I, I think... Was that the one? I think that was the one. Yeah, they was yelling on. You're like, don't, don't use a cash app. No, I, <laughs> I don't use, it. use your fucking app. I use it. I use it. <laughs> it's allowed me to give well, uh, Brittany and mom money. So, well, John got screwed because he was supposed to be going to dinner, and this guy was like, "I got you," and he's like, "All right, I'll just send the money through my cash app." And John's like, "I don't have an app. I don't have no fucking app. I want the money." <laughs> Give me my money. Yeah, like, well, I don't, don't, don't want to go to the bank. Well, I didn't want to stop by the bank, so uh, you can just download this app. It's really easy. I don't want to download an app. I don't care how easy it is. I want my damn money right now. I don't want to download nothing. You can and get it the, right the then and there had, in your bank account, no, man. No, it's instant. But but the guy the guy had the audacity to give to charge John a fee. He's gonna have like a service fee, and he wouldn't pay. Now it's okay if you pay over what the fee is, so it makes up the difference for the fee. But he was just going to pay him what he said, and then John gets hit with a damn fee, so he doesn't get his full money. So, so listen, the, the Cash App offers you incentives to share the app with other people. So if he were to send you money, you would both get money for him sending you money. So whatever fee you had would have been negated. I want my money. Cash money. What the fuck ever. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. Uh, John, did you hear what she said about your uh, tipping? No, I didn't hear it. Go, I didn't, I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't believe that for a second. She was just being funny. That's that's what that was. Oh. She had like twenty she ghosts showed up, the... and they were tell, talking to her about you know where their tips are at. They want to know, John. They want to know where their tips are. I hope that was a joke. She may have listened to the. She may have listened to the podcast and kind of yeah, yeah, it out. So, yeah. You know, but I mean, she was she was a great guest. I hope all guests are like her in the future. Oh, yeah. You know, she was very like, eager yeah. to share her point of view. Very, um, just, she was well very good. well thought about. This this isn't just something that she picked up a, a comic book and read about and was like, "Oh, good, I'm going to be a witch." No, she's done her research, man. She's she's been in this game for a while, and you can tell she's knowledgeable. She's uh, meticulous. She's thought out of her argument, and I I would love to debate her, but I I don't think I'm going to because you know debates are never pretty. They're always ugly. So. Well, and you're not going to change your mind. You're not no. going to win. No, it's she's a, already. It'd be she's a futile effort. Yeah, she's yeah, she's made up her be. mind. Well, this, it's like if we try when we debate that flat earther when if he's still alive, if, when we debate him, I mean, we're not going to win. I mean, we'll science will let us win. I mean, we will win objectively, but in his mind, we won't win because he's yeah. going to have some justification for everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so. the, the thing that got me though was like, you can come on my show, ask y'all questions. Uh, what kind of questions can you ask us? We're not deep in the certain things. Well, like, she she would ask us things and try to reveal energies about our lives and our ah, thoughts and stuff. And, okay, okay, gotcha. All I know is my my fucking card had some swords on it. What now, bitch? Yep, mine had <laughs> death in it. Mine mine was death and judgment. Yeah, that's great. Oh well, <laughs> mine, well, you're the one that had the decision to make. So you know, yeah. That's that's where you're and that, that ace of, the ace of chalices or whatever you, yeah. You think you're gonna go put on a show, but everybody's gonna put on a show for you. God damn it! Okay, I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was talking to mom about that earlier, and she was like, 
I was like, well, I don't see why he can't just cash in and get the money from somebody. He's got all these people calling some favors. And she's like, he's not like you, Shane. He won't do that kind of thing. <laughs> calling some, who the fuck am I going to call and ask? <laughs> I don't know. Anybody. Everybody. Any, Matt yeah, Reed. Any, yeah, Matt Reed. Right. Yeah. I'll ask Matt yeah. Reed who pays $700 in child support a month. Hey, tell him to skip a payment and get you covered. Good to go. <laughs> right. All my friends are bums, say- man. No. <laughs> That's why I'm so poor. I'm supporting all them. They ain't supporting me. <laughs> yeah, well, you need, to, you need to upgrade your friend status. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, just in time to go to New York. Yep. Hey, man. Nice to meet well, you. My John, name's Aaron. Uh, can you give me 600 bucks to go to New York? <laughs> John, did you uh, – so does it still freak you out like that lady, explicit witch? No, still... no. She's, 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 not, she's not what I usually meet. You know, she wasn't too far out there. She seemed mellowed out. And cool. Well, I'm just glad she didn't have any noise in the background and shit. Like, she came in and That's did – That's what I'm saying. She's an incredible guest. I, I hope she comes back. Yeah. Well, hopefully that's we can actually talk like, like we do an actual show like we do, you know. Talk about random stuff. See what happens. Well, what we need to do is get somebody on here that's not expecting it, and then at the same time bring her in and be like, "Let's see what she says about your future or your decision." And then, so they're ambush, like, well, hold on, and get, get, this. And we're like, well, for all the things you give me shit about, you're wanting to do that now. I'm trying to do entertainment, son. <laughs> entertainment. We do it for the fans. It ain't hurt nobody. It's just a show. We do it for the yeah, fans. right. Like, I don't want to know which way you read my energy or none of that shit. <laughs> I well, it's our, it's our hour, Mark, boy. We need, we need to get going. I don't know if she got my uh, my joke about the full reversal, though. No, she didn't. <laughs> or, lay, or laying down in front of Adam. I don't know yep. if she picked that you don't up. Want to, you don't lay down in front of Adam? I've been drinking some beer, so oh, yeah. I was trying to loosen up a little bit. Oh, God dang, man. <laughs> yeah. So no, that was a good one though. It, I, I like it. I well, she got it. Well, she has it now, and she listen. She, she got it now. She had the joke. Now. Yep, she yeah, got it. Got yeah, it and the one you said about a firm the, body. I, I also like a firm body. <laughs> 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 I was like, come on, dude. <laughs> that's a beard. that's, well, a, that's yeah. a Hank Hill joke right there. <laughs> I told I told her we were assholes. So I mean, it's not like she didn't know that. At least you eased her into the asshole part. You eased her into it, so that's a good thing. Well, it's it's that time to go, guys. We gotta, get, we gotta get on. All right. Well, we'll wrap it up. We had a good night with the witch. She will return for more witchiness. In the meantime, in between check out time. Aaron. It, God damn it. <laughs> check out Aaron. Southeast third. Check out JP. JP's what? Big beefing at B beefing on Twitter. We got Cliff uh running the Twitter board now. So we should be seeing more updates on there. And oh, of course, we got a Facebook group. <laughs> well, I, th- I think he'll do a good job. I, okay, he seems interested. I'll give, I'll give, he, I'll give a shot. Yeah, yeah, I give a shot. He's already had like three or four posts on there. Really? So shit. I didn't you know. I, I didn't know. Yeah. That, so I didn't know that. All right, this is cool. Yeah, Cliff's running our Twitter now. I gave, I gave him, I gave him the reins because it's like, man, I don't got time to do all this shit. I can't do the Facebook. I can't do the podcast. I can't edit our intro. I can't create a T-shirt. I can't talk to witches and shit. And then run Twitter. I can't do all that bullshit. Well, at least, at least he's volunteered to help, though. That's a good thing. Yeah. So, what? Yeah, that's good. Oh, are you doing anything tomorrow? Uh, I have to. I have to work tomorrow because I got to try to take off early on uh, Sunday. We got. Yeah, there's a lot of massive things we got to do again. 
Uh, yeah, we were like, we were looking at going to that Arlington Arlington convention. Oh, yeah, we decided. Dang. To well, no, let me know how. Yeah, I'm gonna be at work all dang day. I got more work to do. Let me know how that. Maybe goes. I'll do a live, a, a big beefing live at the con. You could type thing. You could something. do a short one, like you said. No one's gonna care. You can do. You could do a short one there or a video too. Do a video yeah. like a, the, the YouTube yeah. one. So or something just post. Right. No, something just record something, post it on our Facebook page. So cool beans, man. But, all right, sir. Well, I'll let you get back to get some rest. Let them beers run through you. Well, like that woman said, I guess I need to keep sleeping one eye open. Fuck. Shit, Shane. I got your back. Or, 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 or in that case, am I the one you're supposed to be watching? Shit, you don't fucking know. <laughs> John's out to get my ass, damn it. You don't know. I don't make you paranoid, Shane. Yeah, you got my back. I knew you were waiting. I knew you were waiting for the right <laughs> moment to strike. Like I'm taking the podcast all away from you, Shane. Yeah, that's what that's what's missing. Take, that's what you're about to take leave. the bank account. Our bank account of uh, two dollars. Yeah, we're at one ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> Just taking the go right at two bucks. But so all right though. But I'll talk to you on Monday. Though. Right. I'll talk. I'll call you on the weekend to discuss some more stuff then. All right, man. All right. We're, we're gonna hit up those Bigfoot guys. Oh, did, did you like them? No, I, I just said we're going to. Oh, we're going to. Okay, I'll, I'll start getting him. Uh, I'll start reaching out to him then. All right, All man. Right, talk to you later. All right, bye.